0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This is episode 899 with Emerson Demmer. Not, It's not Emerson on my 899th episode. It's the 899th episode of You, Me, Them, Everybody. Our last episode was episode 800, but I realized we have done a day and date episode. We have done 98 of them. So rather than continue to do this weird thing, I wanted to like smash them all together, do an actual number... This is episode 899, and Stop. Uh, we've been doing this for a very long time, over a decade. George Bush was in office when we started doing this, and uh, we're going to continue doing this for the foreseeable future. Expect more shows in 2022 because the pandemic is not going away, and this gives me some sort of sanity. Unfortunately, things are where they are for us in spring of 2020. So if you have the months if you have the months. If you have the ability to participate in our Patreon, we would very much appreciate it. Uh, the link to that is in the podcast description. Here's Emerson. How do you feel right now? Honestly, fine. Good. Um,
1: I, I I would say one thing that uh, was kind of a big deal for me this year is um, I, I obviously the last couple of years have been rich with all kinds of introspection and uh i am currently uh getting treating myself for adult adhd which is exciting okay Uh, i think for it it had come up over you know, in base you know, in my therapy experiences, it had come up multiple times and I'd always been kind of resistant to it because it seemed like a trendy diagnosis. And uh, at the same time, I've always kind of just been in a general state of being overwhelmed most of the time. Uh, like i always feel like i'm playing tetris and i'm losing the blocks are just stacking up and Mm -hmm. the more they stack up the less room i have to move and uh the less i can do and so i you i've started over the last couple of months i've just used that as a framework to look at my life particularly around work and particularly around uh the creative and productivity blocks that i've had over the last few years and uh it feels like i'm starting to sort that out like the last couple of months have been kind of a renaissance i That's think the, it, a lot of things that are classified as like mental issues disorders illnesses whatever are better treated as frameworks for looking at your life. And, you know, here's how I can compensate for these things that I'm not as good at. And from that point of view, it's been incredibly useful. I I'm finally starting to get things done, which
0: is good. So how are you dealing with it? You're like building structures around productivity type of stuff?
1: Yeah. A lot of routines, uh, a lot of, Little rewards on the way to larger goals, stuff like that. Uh, putting an alarm clock across the room so I have to get up in the morning. All yeah. good
0: things. Um, were you not doing that before?
1: No. Uh, I Since the last couple of years, I was sleeping in a lot. And since I've been working from home, uh, a lot of my daily structure was kind of improvised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say that working from home has been an absolute dream come true. I never want to go back to the office. Looks like you probably won't. Looks like I might not. Uh, it's uh, things are everything's coming up Emerson in in that regard, yeah. uh, and so you know I now that I this I've received this unlikely gift you know, I'm no fan of COVID-19, but I think some opportunities have come out of it. And and this is one of them. Uh, I've got, I'm starting to get a lot better at being my own boss and just being more realistic, like less, uh, less permissive, but less cruel at the same time. More just here, let's figure out what works and iterate on that. Cruel
0: to yourself or others or both
1: to myself. But, you know, I don't think that's ever in a vacuum. I think if you're if you have a lot of negativity in the way that you talk to yourself and you beat up on yourself a lot, that's going to affect other people. Sure. In the same way that people who are bullied find someone else to take it out on.
0: Sure. Do you think any of this happens without covid?
1: Uh, it's hard, impossible to say. Sure. I mean, it's every, it, it, everything is different now because of that, I think.
0: How often are you going out?
1: Uh, you know, for a while I was making a point of going out. Uh, I was scheduling friend dates and going out to shows and buying two tickets to shows so I could, you know, I was responsible for bringing someone else Mm -hmm. just as as a way to consciously get back out there that's on pause right now for obvious reasons but it was something I was getting a little bit
0: better at when was the last time you were out regularly like two weeks ago
1: yeah before um, really the last time I went out to see a thing was the time I was obviously near someone with COVID
0: okay do you think that your life is going to dramatically change in the next month, or this is temporary, or this is just life how it is now? Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I probably a little bit of both. Okay. I think uh, much like season three of Secession, it'll be lots of drama, but nothing will fundamentally change.
0: Okay. Are you glad you're doing this in LA, this being covid <laughs>
1: I've given that a lot of thought. Uh, I I'm uncertain about my long term future.
0: Where do you think you're going to be? Where do you think well, you might be?
1: I've considered Cascadia, the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Uh, it seemed that seems like a good place to ruggedize, uh, and unfortunately, the property values there reflect that. Um, I just think that climate change and all of the other related chaos is going to completely change the way that we think about how we want to live and where we want to live. So, and maybe I'm just, I'm afraid of long-term commitments and this is just (laughs) my way of externalizing and rationalizing that. But yeah, I don't know. I love LA I particularly love Venice where I live it's like the six realms of life and death outside your door every day but I don't know
0: why would you leave if you love it
1: I'm not sure it's life is working in my favor here um I I think it's going to depend on, I think my goal for 2022, assuming that uh, we at least adapt to COVID enough that people can get back out in the mix and start doing things is get out in the mix and start doing things. Uh, do some more shows, try to get involved with some creative projects, see where that goes. And uh, if nothing really takes off, then I think that gives me some freedom to go where I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a advertising copywriter by trade. Uh, I would like to get into more creative writing Uh, ideally I'd like to do that for a living and this would be a great place to be based for that but if that doesn't seem to be happening then I can kind of live anywhere I want
0: yeah I don't know man I just don't want to be here anymore but
1: yeah I could I don't blame you
0: (laughs) it's not like it's not a friend situation it's not a family situation it's just but it's also like, this is where the job is. So like, this is where yeah. I'm going to be indefinitely.
1: Yeah. And you've made a home for yourself there. You can make a home anywhere. Yeah.
0: I don't give a shit. Like as long as like, no That's matter what, as long as good. I'm with my kid and wife, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like I per- strongly prefer to live in cities. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in the boonies and spent 17 years dreaming of getting out, and then I did, and that was the right decision. But if
0: you move to Pacific Northwest and if you're moving to that area, will you be living in a city?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think, you know, at that point, like Tacoma might be the hot new place to be.
0: Yeah. What are rents? No matter where you go in the country, you're probably going to be paying less in rent.
1: I would, I would imagine. So yeah, with the exception of New York or San Francisco,
0: even in New York and San Francisco, you're in Venice, man. I mean, you might, it unless you're going like Lower East side or something. Like- I, I have
1: a, I have a sweet deal here that I kind of lucked into, but okay. New York and San Francisco would be the only places that even might be more expensive. Jesus.
0: Um, I get it though. I mean, especially if you're not going anywhere, spending a lot of money on rent makes a lot of sense.
1: Yep. And uh, yeah, I remember, uh, as in early 2020, when we were all still kind of in denial about what was happening, I remember talking with my boss at the time about how neither one of us really wanted to set up a home office. Yeah. Because there, you know, there was that feeling that. You know we were hoping that it we might just wake up from the bad dream at any moment and but that's long gone now
0: yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's, you have
1: to i think where you live and how you structure your environment is is pretty important cuz nobody's going to do it for you yeah
0: we you we talked a while ago like maybe 6 months ago and you were thinking you might be in Chicago for the holidays yeah that's not gonna happen (laughs) I know that now Um, but does any part of you wish it was happening
1: yeah uh, I would love to see my mom and my brother and my sister in law and my nieces but (laughs) yeah I, I don't feel like traveling and I can't take those winters I don't think
0: I'm supposed to go on a flight tomorrow morning do you think we should drive or do you think it's fine
1: I would drive if it was me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't how know. how far is that?
0: It's a 12-hour drive. We've done it three or four times already.
1: It's yeah, not fun
0: I would, with a two-year-old.
1: I would, I, oh, well, yeah, that, that is a significant variable. And that's
0: why we would drive, because I'm convinced that if I flew just me, there's no way I'm getting it, because like, I'm not taking off my N95. It's not complicated, you know? Right. Um, but it's... It's the other aspects of it with him, so...
1: Yeah, you can't roll the dice with a kid. And
0: we might. I mean, no matter what, you're rolling the dice. Every day is rolling the dice.
1: Right, but you've got to play it as safe as you can. Yeah,
0: exactly. And it might and it, it might actually be way safer to fly, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I, I haven't done the math, but it feels like it would be safer to drive, but I'll, I trust your
0: judgment. <laughs> We've done the drive, and it's just... Yes, it's safer in terms of COVID, but it's not safer in terms of, like, getting in an accident or dealing with sanity and at all.
1: And that traffic's going to be awful.
0: I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. It's it's not – we don't know because a lot of this has changed. A lot of people aren't going anywhere. A lot of people are keeping their plans. So, it's not like how it – it's not how it was two years ago. No. So, I don't know. I really don't know.
1: Do you think we're just going to have to adapt to this? Of course. Because- something like this is going to be happening every year. And it's just going to be like the flu.
0: Yeah. But it's a situation where if, if it's like the flu, fine, whatever, we'll take it. But it's not right now for obvious reasons. And it's, I'm just angry. And I think everybody that's a parent of a toddler is angry because the common thought around when the vaccines were launched was by now, the kids would be vaccinated, all the kids. And, now it's they're saying second quarter of 2022, and I don't believe that. And I think a lot of other parents don't believe that. And it seems like our kids are never going to get vaccinated until they turn five. That more.
1: seems overly optimistic to me.
0: So that's why it's just most every toddler parent I know is just angry.
1: Yeah, I could feel that. So <laughs> that's,
0: that's really what it boils down to.
1: I, I'm the parent of several stuffed animals. Yeah, and shut I'm the fuck hungry. off.
0: Just anger. We're just so angry. Everyone that is a top you know, I, heard, I know.
1: I read something interesting yesterday. Uh, there was a study on uh, how people change their opinions and how most people don't. And I think once you've publicly expressed an opinion, it becomes much harder to change it. Sure. And I think Facebook and Twitter have just put everyone in the position where you know if you if they have publicly expressed some kind of asinine opinion they're stuck with it psychologically
0: uh i i used to think that too and i think the well the name of the recommend if you like was almost i might be wrong um or just might i like wrong. that yeah but it's a radiohead song so i didn't do it but also i i and i get that and i think that I agree to a point, And I think that w- one of the ways to maybe change that is um, no one really gives a shit about you. And I mean, the, the, uh, you as a general, it does my matter.
1: daily affirmation.
0: Yeah, It's like, do whatever you want, man. Just be cool. Cause like, and you could change because no one really cares. And even if you believe something one day it could change, it's okay. And I think it's hard to do that. Well, while, while thinking that people really care what you think. But
1: it's So, like, what you would really like to see people do is get over the notion that they're celebrities in their own. But even lives. if they
0: are celebrities, it doesn't matter. No one Every, really everything cares. Everything
1: gets everything gets wiped out. And yeah, the, the, the cosmic uh, Joker. Yeah, it doesn't really matter in place. a good way.
0: It's a beautiful thing. It's a free notion. It sounds like it's dismissal, but it's. Ex- I, I don't think it is. I think it allows room for growth and for change and to, to do all the things. And it's very difficult to do any of that when people make it their identity versus an idea. Fair enough. And if you just know that no one really gives a shit, or if they actually do give a shit, then they're open to you changing. Well, then it's a beautiful thing. That's empowering. I think that the kids these days have that notion more than us.
1: Why do you think that is?
0: I think kids that are 15, closer to 15 than 45, know more kids in their lives that are LGBTQ. And I don't, I think I could say that as a fact.
1: Uh, yeah, I would be willing to bet that that's the case. And I, I I know that there, I grew up in a mountain town in Western North Carolina. Yeah. We had zero gay kids.
0: Well, that's country. you had zero openly yeah. gay kids. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. joke. And that's, I think, just that little piece. If you grew up with, no, oh, maybe I'm not this. Maybe things change and that's okay. Maybe I shouldn't say blanket statements of boys do this and girls do that, etc. And if you know that from the jump, and it it, it should, in theory, inform your entire worldview, you're going to have a better opinion and idea about all of it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, I think the notion that identity is more plastic is something that seems to be more in the water now.
0: And I think that's a good thing.
1: Or it could just be that kids have watched so much violent pornography that they're just incapable of caring about anything.
0: Yeah, you could say that all you want. I don't believe it. I think it's I think it's uh, maybe find the violent pornography that's right for you.
1: And you can. Yeah, that's uh, nice. You're, it's very easy to find a niche these yeah, days. Yeah, that's
0: all. I'm. That's. I know. I sound like I'm dismissal, but I'm very, very positive about the kids. I also think that when we were in high school, we didn't. I think you're about my age, if not a year older than me. Our biggest yeah, like right,
1: the same cohort.
0: I think our biggest thing when we were in high school was Columbine.
1: Uh, I was in college by okay. the time that happened, so I just barely got out ahead of that. So,
0: I, well, I think we're then two years apart. Um, yeah, so, and. There was that. That was it. That was like yeah, the my biggest cousin was
1: kind of a weird goth kid, and yeah. just went through hell because of that.
0: But now, the kids are seeing the world burning, and in a weird way, they have a, a unified thing to be angry about. And I think it's a lot easier for them to see injustice than our generation, and this is a good thing
1: yeah it's easier to be galvanized it's easier to get things done and i the creativity that i'm seeing from young people is explosive yeah i mean when i was a kid we had punk rock and zines and that was about it in terms of you know what you what creative stuff you could do uh, on your own time as a teenager in the sticks and it's this is nothing like that yeah so the kids are like filmmakers and music producers and artists and it's just crazy stuff
0: yeah so the kids are better than us
1: i yeah i think it's a good time to grow up if you're a creative person yeah i mean it's that's easy for me to say uh i i don't think things were as economically precarious when i was younger and uh, climate change wasn't breathing down our necks quite the same way
0: but it was and that's the thing really we dep- were in den- we were effectively in denial well no it, we weren't necessarily in denial it just depends on where you lived so if you lived in a poor neighborhood if you lived in a lower income neighborhood yeah you were breathing that shit that now everybody's dealing with that's the major difference like none of this is absolutely new it's just that it's now affecting privileged people
1: and it's undeniable yeah
0: so I don't know where I'm going with this, other than <laughs> the kids.
1: I was going to ask you. It um, re- recommended if you like uh, that reminded that used to be on uh, s- promo CDs. Yeah, R-A-Y-L, That's make. exactly. Yeah, they would. It would. That was. They would do comps. Mm-hmm. Like if you like, yeah, uh, Gang of Four. You might like this new Angular Rock. Exactly. We sent you. Know. It's, it gave me a nice uh, hit of throwback nostalgia.
0: Oh, the, the whole reason why I did it is because it's a, a certain type of person knows what that means. and College radio folks. Kind of. Uh, around the turn of the millennium. Kind of, yeah. But also, it's also the type of term that if you have no idea what it means, it's really easy to remember. Yeah. So that's the thing. We're not recommended. We're recommend. I made it an active thing versus recommended past tense um this is so it's, all it's yeah i want and also it doesn't have to be music related so that's another reason why i like it because like these we would get graphic novels and books that have stickers like this too it's just the majority of it was cds
1: well i think there's so much stuff out there that we all kind of have to make constellations Sure. Like if they're, you know, the way to get into a subject is to find something that's an on-ramp and then check out the things that are connected to that somehow.
0: Yeah. And that was sort of like the whole premise of what I wanted to do. And it's the same idea with, I might be wrong, like I wanted to call it that. Like I wanted to allow a thing where like-minded individuals could read other shit that isn't a clickbait farm.
1: Yeah, I, d- I might be wrong or I don't know is the uh, that's what's going to save us if anything does.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, you're probably right.
1: <laughs> In, uh, intellectual humility.
0: Has it ever existed? I I don't not I know it's existed, but has it ever been the dominant thought?
1: I think by its nature it just doesn't take up as much oxygen.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like you
1: see that, and you see that in people that you don't normally think of as having a lot of it in their more lucid moments, particularly in person. But it, but you know, it it's not optimized for taking up a lot of bandwidth
0: in the discourse. I've been reading. I heard a really great book. It's about statues. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and the whole premise of like. It's about statues, like eleven statues that have gone up and taken down, and it's in chronological order. So it ends with the statues in twenty twenty coming down, like a Jefferson Davis statue coming down, right? right. Or Robert E. Lee or whatever. And it's a wonderful book because the author does a really great job of showing that, like, yeah, who it's it's really Orwellian. It's like he who controls the past controls the future. He controls the present. Controls the past, etc. That's the type of thing where intellectual humility does not jive with who's controlling the present because. It's not a power to me it's a powerful statement, but it's not an easy you can't fit that on a bumper sticker.
1: Yeah, if history is written by the winners, then
0: Well hold on, stop. Who's the winner? Yeah. Is it the loudest? Yeah. Is it the person exactly. with the printing press? Because like that's another beautiful thing where like when you were mentioning zines earlier, it's like it it matters because that was the outlet, that was the other, right? And now who is the dominant voice? It's 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 interesting.
1: The nature of power changes over time, as we've all learned from our close readings of Michel Foucault.
0: (laughs) Uh, What do you hope happens in twenty twenty two? I personally,
1: realistically, um, we get used to this.
0: What about personally? Uh, Not as a whole. Personally.
1: I'm um, getting out there, ma- making new friends, getting involved in new stuff. I'm kind of rebooting my life. So I will take the opportunity to wish myself success beyond my wildest hopes in that realm.
0: How much money would it take for you to just be comfortable?
1: That's a good question because what, however much you have, you know, you're, you tend to get comfortable at that level. Uh, I think I could easily, like with, I, I'm doing fairly well at the moment, professionally, knock on wood. So I, I would be happy if things stayed roughly this way and total chaos didn't break out outside of my doors.
0: That's really good. I'm happy for you.
1: Thank you. I'm happy for myself in my better moments.
0: You, Me, Them, Everybody is made by me, Brandon Weatherby. Our theme music is by Daniel Knox. Our art is by Jillian Ron. You can hear all 13 years of shows at youmetemeverybody.com. If you're listening to this in Spotify or on iTunes, the last year of episodes are available uh, with some sprinklings of the other ones. If you want the rest of the catalog, which features over 700 episodes, you, me, them, everybody.com. Dot com. Our Patreon page is on our About page. It's all there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff, at sign YMTE. Thanks for listening. I'll hug the places that you've been sleeping. Friends and family I'll be keeping.